Good morning. Uh, I pre very much appreciate your recording these parts of my life because I'm forgetting them as fast as they, they pop up in my mind. But uh, this particular part of it, this particular story, is absolutely true. And I, it's a very historical and hysterical part of it. Uh, about 1970, my partner and I were asked to, he rather, he was asked to head his Paris office. At the time, we anticipated, the con we were being he was being considered for <clears throat> head of the Paris office and also for partner. And we knew that if we got the head of the Paris office for any length of time at all, that we would be out for partner. Partner is in a New York law firm is like owning part of the American chunk. And you have to go in and you're, you have to buy your shares. In other words, you, um, at that time, they were about anywhere from four to 600,000, depending on the firm. And my partner was one of the few people that probably could have afforded to buy in. Many of the others had to finance their own homes. They had to uh, literally come up with all kinds of ways of, of buying their partnership. Anyway, we were being considered for partnership. And that's not we, it's him. And I think that, that we is why we did not get partnership. It's because it was a gay issue. I think I killed it for him. And I've always felt guilty about it. But anyway, to make the long story short about Dolly, is that we were bounced over to Paris to head the Paris office, which we eventually ended up running for about five years, just under five years. And so I was completely taken with Paris. I literally did not want to come back. We had met a partner at that time, which is another story and I will tell you. He was from one of the old banking families, like the Rothschilds from France, called the Patrick Mirabeau, it's the Mirabeau Bank. And they had banks in the Netherlands and in Geneva, et cetera, et cetera. And in, those, in the early days, they could move money around by the docket. In other words, they had their own money, the banks did. So you, you had money in one Rothschild bank, you could go into another with a letter and take money out of another. It was a great, it sort of was the foundation of the banking industry. Now, but anyway, we had this very, very good friend who insisted that we see go to an off-Broadway play with him. And so we got tickets six months in advance. I think it was Woody Allen, but I don't, I've never said which one, and I don't care to because my mind is so bad. But so we had, I believe it was not only a, our, my partner was going to be out of town for our anniversary, he was going to be in South Africa, where he was highly involved in the 
riots in South Africa and all the legal implications down there. And we, he wanted to make certain that he covered them properly, both for his sperm and the United States. He didn't want sticking our nose in where we did not belong and, and that we actually represented ourselves in our country to the best ability that we had. Well, it was a very, very cold December when he left to go to South Africa. And I was very much, I was very lonely at the time. And Patrick knew that. This is our very closest friend. My, my partner's name was Dennis Edward Gartner. That, it's a long, long name, but it was Dennis Edward von Gartner, the 14th or the 4th or whatever. He was a, a, from one of these very old German, Southern German, in other words, Bavaria, um, also a banking family. And, but they were very, very, very nice people, very artsy-parsy, and they were the only banking family in all of Europe that was artsy-parsy. They very much represented all the new contemporary painting, all the contemporary work that was coming out of Germany at the time. When you see the clubs and uh, the club life that was, for example, like, I'm trying to remember what would be a club life incident, uh, that wonderful, marvelous movie with oh help me oh I need your father <laughs> anyway he he helped put the scene together for us well he. My birthday happens to fall almost exactly a week before Christmas, the 18th of December. And my partner was going to be out of town for my birthday. Now at that point, we had been together just under 20 years, you can imagine. And we're still in college. We met when we were your age. 17, and he died when he was in the hospital, and he was 47, I think so. I have to go back and look. Saddest my day of my life. But, we'll go back to the, the, we have to find humor. In life, one must find humor in order to exist. It's the medicine and the antidote to all the vulgarity in the world. And believe you me, there's a lot of vulgarity. And by that, I don't mean dirty words. I mean uh, nasty expressions, let's put it that way. And so here we are. We are alone in Paris. I'm alone in Paris. And all of a sudden, I get this call. This is about on a Monday. And that particular Saturday, was my birthday celebration. Now, in this, and out of in France and Europe and Germany, your birthday is much more important than Christmas or any other time. Uh, it's it's the date that means the most to you, and and we think they think that it should mean the most to your family. And so, 
here we are in our little house, about the same size as this, in France, in the countryside, and I and I'm waiting to meet this new person that's coming. So, Ready? <laughs> All right. No. I'm sorry. This is very quite touching for me, and I have I have a hard time sometimes. So forgive me. No worries. You know, then I get these rushes that come through me, and I keep thinking, why would this boy want to hear all this? And I don't know, but it's extremely important for history, and especially gay history, that this be recorded, I think. I think of all the things that we talk about, this perhaps is the most important. Anyhow, I'm told via letter from my partner that he has arranged with, through another friend of ours to have this conversation recorded. I never saw the recording. I never knew what happened to it, if it was ever done. But I think it was, it was in a stateroom on board ship that he was about to sail in. And, and I don't know that it ever took place. So, so be it. But, Mr. Patrick Mirabeau, who was our very close friend, and my partner, Dennis Edward von Gartner, and myself all love to eat. And in fact, before we left France, we were considering opening a French bed and breakfast of sorts. And Patrick was going to do all the international banking and finance for it. And my partner was going to do all of the, he had a marvelous personality, all of the hosting and hospitality. He was a superb expert on French wines. And I was going to supervise the kitchens. And there would be, to be two of them and two chefs, one for informal, one for picnic packing and so forth, and, that, and then the, the dinners. Well, so we were on a study investigation for our dream in the, in, in the, in the trees about our French bed and breakfast. And I think what we really wanted to do is we wanted to hang on to France. We did not want to lose it because we loved it so much. And, and those things only happen once in your lifetime for a very short period of time, if you're that lucky. And believe you me, we've been lucky. So <laughs> here we are waiting to hear when our departure date would be ready to go back to the United States and what they had in mind for us. And and we had this ding-a-ling-ling, ding-a-ling-ling-a-ling-ding call, and it's this 
crazy man who wanted very much to interview my partner and myself at the time. And he, sorry, and he was uh, a delightful person. This is Mr. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Anyway, it matters not. He himself Sorry. Sorry for the distraction. Uh, okay. Where were we? Richard something? Which is what's hard for me. I don't do well like that. I, do, I don't do well under... Uh, I was getting going, wasn't I? And I was just about ready to spill the beans and talk about it. And, uh, <laughs> You said he was a delightful person. What? Okay. You he said was he was a delightful person. Well, I don't know who we're talking about even. Uh, I never got a clue. Do you remember the were name? Were you talking about Dali or did you move on? I think no. he's talking about his previous partner. Oh, okay. 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 Let's stop it. I can shut this up. Okay. <sighs> this is just. We can stop it if you like. Stop it. Yeah, okay. I think you need to stop it. Yeah, I, 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 I think that, yeah, I think maybe that's the problem. 